Welcome to The Line Breakers. Hello, everyone out there. This is The Line Breakers podcast. This is our first video podcast, so hello. I'm Coop, your host of The Line Breakers podcast. To my left is The Mechanic. I do The Mechanic. Hello, hello. How are you? Doing good. And The Professor. The one and only. I know, the long awaited. Now they get to see our face. They get to see the mechanic's white silver fox hair. <laughs> and uh, well, I mean, yeah, we're just ready to just jump right back into this. Um, the professor was a little sick last week. That's why we kind of had to postpone the uh, the first video show. How are you feeling there, professor? Uh, I'm, I'm recovering. I had the uh, uh, luck of being taken to the uh, devil's game. And for the first time in my life, uh, I was down where the uh, glass is. And I didn't realize that I was banging on the glass and picking up all the germs that you can yeah, possibly find. Yeah, where all those find. little kids are coughing. Yes, and people yes, are just. Yes. It's kind of cool though watching. Yeah, it was them a cool game. Banging in yeah. front of you is pretty pretty cool. I so. mean, that was Ovechkin's 700th goal game, so that yeah. was history. Well, I wouldn't know if that was happening in front of me or not. So yeah, I mean, he was, was like, just, "Hey, so they scored." It's kind of <laughs> cool to have all those uniforms and they're running around and yeah. it was, was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, Everyone's jumping and that's, fighting. That's what you get for betting against the home team. Well, that's true. So I got sick pretty badly and of course now i'm back perfect yeah so we were we took a little more time off than usual a bunch of things have happened uh we're now in the midst of spring training for major league baseball yes so opening day is not far away and uh you're gonna have your bobblehead visit to the mets i'm i'm thinking about it yes the 28th of march they have a long bobblehead bobblehead. yes okay you'll go in there and see that big Big polar bear bobbling head. That or I'll pay somebody to go there and get the bobblehead for me. Yeah, right. the other. <laughs> well, it's an afternoon game, so on a Saturday should be a good day to yeah, go. Yeah. Unless it's snowing or something. And there's the Mets, so I mean, I'm sure not many people will go. Yeah. So. Well, then so, I'll collect more than one bobblehead ooh, for myself. Yeah. Resale. But anyway, you know, we were talking uh, the last time about the uh, handling of the Astros sign-stealing scandal and the commissioner bungling that. <laughs> um, and, you know, the way he handled it, it's actually prolonged the scandal rather than, you know, nip it in the bud is what he wanted to do. And uh, last week we had on uh, the fan radio station Chaz Palminteri calling in and putting in his two cents worth, and he said, you know, as an expert on the mob, because he wrote, you know, a Bronx tale, and then he did a play and whatever else, that, I don't know if that makes him an expert on the mob, but he said the commissioner shouldn't have granted the immunity to the whole team. He says, you know, if you're a prosecutor going after the mob, a crime family, you don't give the entire family immunity to tell tell you what crimes they committed. Yeah, but also in the mob, they're like killing people. They're just like they're taking them out and back and yeah, strangling. Well, but it's an analogy, you know. No, you're, yeah. going, you're going after them for crimes. You know, you, they, it was just the whole league knew that they were cheating and nothing was being done. That's why he had to do something. It would have been better if he would have used the the uh, the scene where where um, the gang is in the bar and yeah, they close exactly. the door and they grab the bats and that's yeah. how they settle the whole. They thing. They should do that. Put like everyone's head like right. on like get Bregman's head, put it on him. Get like Altuve's head and put it on him. Yeah. But it's always interesting too. You have these franchise. You have the franchise. You have these leagues like the NFL a couple years ago with the whole um, uh, abuse, um, like domestic violence, all that stuff. They messed that up real bad. Uh, and now this, you have these billion-dollar uh, leagues just not knowing how to handle the media, how to handle these situations. It's kind of just pretty bad on their part. That's yeah. a lot of money involved, so they don't want to mess that up either. Yeah, yeah they well, can't say one thing and they can't say another yeah, thing. Yeah. But then afterwards, when you know the extent of the cheating comes out and the fact that they got very little punishment, the commissioner is like, well, you know, we, we had to do it this way. 
And if we didn't, the players' union, you know, would have been up in arms. Would have been a lot of appeals and and uh, and, and grievances filed if they had uh, fined or suspended players. But you know, it's it's worse now because now he's coming out and trying to backpedal and then saying, "Well, the championship's just a piece of metal." Yeah, <laughs> it's just so. a piece of metal, right? I'm sure all all the baseball players around. I know there's a couple of uh, big big uh, baseball names that really took to that especially guys on the Dodgers I mean they really were letting him have it I know Mike Trout had a lot of things to say especially him because he never I mean he really never says anything Mike Trout so that was kind of um that was kind of a big deal across the league having the uh the like pretty much the unanimous best player um come out and say like it was just totally wrong and he's kind of disappointed but you know the irony of that is you're saying you did it because you negotiated with the players union well guess what you didn't negotiate with the players yeah (laughs) Mm because all the players are saying we didn't want them to not get punished the only players that didn't want to not get punished was the Astros. Yeah, and now it puts the Astros players in a bad situation because you know that the players want to take it into their own hands to make the punishment. Um, Manfred actually said one of their punishments was the fact that like the whole story was leaked, so like the internet and like people will start like will make them feel bad, like pretty yeah. much like people around the world will just bully them. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw at the uh, spring training game, some guy wrote on a sign something about the whole scandal, and they had people working for the Astros, like, taking signs away from them. Yeah. Well, so now you have all the big names in the sport, you know, coming out and saying this was nonsense. They, they should have had the, the championship taken away and or fined or suspensions. You got Aaron Judge saying he was robbed of the MVP. You have John Carlos Stanton saying he could have hit 80 home runs instead of the 59 he had that year. Yeah. And like you said, Mike Trout and other big names are all coming out and taking a stance that, you know, they don't like the fact that they weren't punished. Yeah. So uh, now, like we had alluded to a couple weeks ago, there's even an over-under on how many times an Astros player is going to get plunked. Mm-hmm. So it's like right now I looked it up, it was 89 and a half, which is actually not that high. I might have to take the over on yeah. that. Exactly. But it's a skewed well, I number. I thought it was 83 before, so it went up. I think yeah. it went up, but, I, but I anyway. People, I mean, know. everyone's afraid to hit. Every, nobody, not nobody, people are going to hit them for sure, but... I mean, you're going to see suspension. You're definitely going to see it's going to be handled a lot differently than if someone were just to hit someone in a retaliation, yeah. like a regular retaliation play. But they have over-unders on who's going to get hit the most and how many times they're going to charge the mound on average per game. And it's a whole new betting line that didn't exist until this, this controversy came up. Yeah, it just raises the bar of gambling and just shows how much of an impact it has. More <laughs> more useless stuff to bet on, like uh, preseason to the, for the guy to my uh, left here. Well, I, I, preseason yeah. baseball. It's where the, it's where it's the gonna, stars he, are made. I think it's going to be tough to, to hit Altuve because he's so short. You know, they're going to be have to try to go in there and try and get him. But <laughs> they'll get him. They'll get him. Hey, yeah. if you want to give a guy a free base for hitting him, whatever in the backside. I mean, maybe some guys will get carried away and and do something stupid. But I mean, if you're going to give a guy a free base, I'll take it. So anyway, uh, like we said, you know, at the top, uh, far from nipping it in the bud, this has just continued the controversy. And uh, I think there's going to be, you know, with their first trip to every stadium, there's going to be people banging drums and holding up signs. And there's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, uh, hatred, especially if they when they come to uh, play the Dodgers or the Yankees. Yeah, I agree. Unfortunately, they don't see the Yankees until September. Yeah, I don't know. I think this thing will blow over with everybody, and they'll just, you know, yeah. go it'll on. just be something that'll like get ramped up, like when they play, like you're saying, when they play the Dodgers, or the Yankees, like a April. very big market. Yeah, in yeah. April or maybe May. That's yeah. it. After that, nobody. The media cares. will just use it just to kind of like drag up a, like a slow week kind of thing. Yeah. So, is there going to be a guy hitting the first game? Oh, probably yeah. <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> 
You got to. I mean, like everyone's waiting. Like, it's going to be must-watch baseball. You know that. It's gonna at be, least the first game. The first game is going to be like, the highest rating other than a World Series probably. We should have like a running ticker behind us. And we'll just like like a calendar and we'll just pull it every time an Astro player gets hit. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, I just think the, the whole thing is like, he, he handled it wrong. I mean, they got nothing. They didn't even get a slap on their wrist. A $5 million fine to a company that's worth a billion dollars is nothing. Mm-hmm. But that's in the collective bargaining agreement. So, yeah. you know, you collectively bargain to say, uh, you know, cheating can't be uh, harshly dealt with. And it's always weird, too, when you're in that situation because the commissioner's working for the owners. You're, like, punishing your boss in a way. It's very – that whole dynamic is just very uh, corrupt. Yep. So we'll have the over-under on that is, I think, 89 and a half. And then pretty soon they're going to have the baseball season total over-unders. And those are quite often fun to bet because then you've got the whole season to uh, think, you know, oh, I'm ahead. And then they, you know, every team goes through a dry spell. And then you're like, oh, my God, you know, I'm falling behind on yeah. my on my Yeah, like the Mets, too. The Mets, would they go like 20 and like two last year at the end in like August? Yeah. So yeah. it's like those, those oh, all these teams always kind of like have their runs. Yep. And then the Yankees were, uh, I, their total was over 100, but now they've lost uh, Judge probably for a while. They've lost Stanton probably for a while. They lost their pitcher, Severino. Yeah, he's for the, for the year. year. Tommy John's. I heard surgery. they're making some kind of overture for Mats, for the Mets. I yeah, I heard that they were yeah. talking to him, stuff like that. Yeah. But that's just something important, too, that we that we mentioned before in football, that it's so uh, useful not to make the future bet like so early in the preseason because injuries do happen. Injuries happen, suspensions happen. So that's something to just kind of like hold off and kind of wait till. I don't know, maybe like you're a week out from the season. Yep, so in a little while when we come back after this break, we'll start uh, talking about some uh, other sports, and uh, we'll be back. Been a while since your last big win? Feeling like you've lost your mojo? Tired of hearing about your friend's big hits? It's time you invested in learning how to pick winners consistently. Join the fun of pocketing some serious cash. Get off the sidelines and join in on the action. Subscribe to thelinebreakers.com. Sports betting advice and education at thelinebreakers.com. We explain in detail our reasoning behind our picks. Unlike many other handicapping services, our results are posted permanently so you can track our results. Listen to the Line Breakers podcast where we discuss types of bets and the reasoning behind the odds and the payouts. TheLineBreakers.com And we're back. Um, You saw the little, uh, we talked a little about the uh, baseball, the big uh, cheating scandal and what the Astros did. And uh, how many times they're going to get hit? We're definitely going to mention that in the uh, in the future, along with our uh, baseball future bets. But we're just going to roll right into uh, the 80, other kind of two sports. Eighty nine is that? That's a they say that's not that high. Really? But he said he was saying the Mets got hit. The Mets got hit ninety six times last year, okay. so, and they didn't piss anyone off. I might have to take the over on that. But one other thing about baseball is uh, the, this rule change. They're saying that when a reliever comes in, he has to face three batters. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't think it's that ridiculous. <laughs> what, <laughs> you, you know what's going to happen late in the game? A guy comes up as a reliever, and he get like your guy Diaz, yeah. the Mets guy, he's going to get shelled. It's not like this is the first. <laughs> going to leave, and if he doesn't face, he'll never batters, get to the second batter. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> Just intentionally walk. <clears throat> but no, no, you're saying you you give up the oh, first you, guy gets a hit. Yeah. The second guy gets a walk. Then yeah. you've got two on and no out and you still got to face the third guy. Do your job. You get paid millions of dollars. Well, I know, but I'm not a Mets fan. I'm just talking about I know, your yeah, idea. But sometimes they're playing chess too. They're putting yeah. a, a, a pitcher just for one guy for maybe yeah. even one strike or whatever it is. And and uh, and then the uh, the opposing uh, coach will bring in somebody else, mm-hmm, you know. Yeah. So uh, this is a little tough, but I understand what's why they're doing that. Yeah. 
I don't. Yeah, think it does, you're right. It does take away that little cat and mouse kind of like that the game within a game. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely something to see, uh, like as we go forward, how how it really affects it. I don't think that rule lasts. I think it's last. If it lasts a year, that's it. I don't think it's going to be on the books next year. Right, that'll be something interesting. I'll keep that in the memory bank. Okay, and we can come back to this and say, you see, I told you so. <laughs> on, on, on March March fourth. I won't hold my you, breath. You heard it here. All right, so we're going to switch focus and look at the NBA a little bit. The Milwaukee Bucks uh, clinched a playoff berth earlier than any team has ever in history, which I find hard to believe, but I guess that means there's a lot of really horrible teams in their division, right? Yeah, true. I guess we play in a in a in a time or basketball is in a time too where you either want to be really good or really bad. So you want to be really bad, obviously, to get that high pick. And I mean, if you're a good team, you're just going to keep eating on these teams that almost want to lose. I think they're setting themselves up for for failure by by um, you know having clinched that early. Mm, I, I, I see what you're saying. Left, yeah, left there's a lot from, of yeah. there's a lot of like games that you might want to take off, and, and you're not fact, like in it. They were just talking about what is this? What's his name? Giannis. Yeah, yeah. Giannis. Honestly. And now they're starting to realize how they can uh, you know play him, and so it, it, I think they'll expose that maybe he's not as great yeah. as everybody thinks. He I is. mean, they lost last year. They got swept by Toronto. Yeah. I mean, I know it was uh, Kawhi Leonard and his just amazing run that he went on, but. I mean, I mean, sure, Giannis is a great player, and I think the East is definitely weaker than it was last year, especially since uh, Kawhi Leonard left. But the West is definitely the. It's like it's again one of these times like whoever wins the West almost is going to win the finals. I think that's well, what's going to be. Know, according to the odds makers, the uh, the Bucks are the favorites right now at plus two thirty, and then come the Lakers at plus three hundred. So if you think they're going to win, you throw throw a little money on the Lakers now before their odds come down. That's yeah, true. Think, yeah. Yeah, because, I guess you know, the later it goes on, the more. Yeah, uh, because like unlike hockey, which you know the eight seed can win everything. Usually in baseball, the the top one or two teams makes it to the World Series. Is you know rarely do you get a real fluke upset. Yeah, so. especially since LeBron's never lost a opening series. He's always won. It's pretty much like a bye week for him. Yep. So maybe uh, you go to the line breakers, look at some of our content. We keep on adding stuff there, and then click on the FanDuel link and check out some futures odds. You can bet on. NBA Finals, NHA Finals. You can even bet on the college uh, basketball. They already have the odds up for that. So, Yeah, college basketball is definitely something that everyone likes to watch. It's just always good. There's so many games on for those first four days. I mean, it's just something great to uh, get behind and kind of see what's going on. And yeah. If you want to lose a lot of hair, bet on college basketball. There's no, there's You're speaking no... from experience. <laughs> I'm speaking from experience. You can't pick these damn teams, man. These it's kids. Just, uh, they're you know. kids. Yeah. Well, right now, they, they already have the uh, odds out for who's going to win the tournament. They have Kansas as the favorite at plus 600, and Gonzaga is the next choice at plus 900. So, you know, you throw 100 bucks on either of them, and if they make it, you get a nice return right there. So are we going to put up our own uh, bracket for the uh, March Madness? We're going to have to think about that. Yeah. Maybe we'll put up three brackets, and we'll see who does best. Yep. Okay. Let's make it a competition. And then uh, one more thing. We're talking about losing in, in, in the NBA. I mean, are the Knicks ever going to be good? Are they going to suck forever, or do they have a plan? It's well, again, uh, even and the NBA is just like the college basketball. I had, uh, what is it, the Houston the other day, and, of course, the Knicks beat them. So, yeah. you know, they, they surprise you, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm. It is weird. Like, players are just, like, taking games off or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's weird, too, because the Knicks haven't well, they haven't really been relevant uh, as far as, like, winning seasons in the past 20 years, and they're the highest-valued franchise in the NBA. Well, that's because every game's a sellout because yeah. they're in Manhattan. Well, yeah, so that's what they think. They think James Dolan knows that, so he's just not really going to 
there's no need to pump a good product on the court. I mean, the Knicks are not doing that great. I mean, you know, it's it's just bet against them is the best yeah. way to win. No, I think I think Dolan wants to win. He's just been meddlesome, you know, and and he hires the wrong people. If he wanted to win, he just would let he'd be nicer. He'd be nicer. <laughs> you mean <laughs> to the fans? He would walk out of the front office and just, I mean, he'd just let, be a normal he'd, owner. He'd let Charles. <laughs> he's let Charles Oakley back. Just be a normal owner and let let guys that have been in the league for like twenty years and they know the system run a team. Yeah, well, he. I don't think he's capable. I mean, but he does okay with the Rangers, right? Yeah, because he doesn't meddle with them. Because he doesn't know anything about hockey. Mm-hmm. That maybe that too. And speaking <laughs> of James Dolan, he may buy the Mets too. That would be good. Everybody's going to be buying a Mets. It's, yeah. it's like everyone every, wants every a piece. day. Some new guys out there. There's only thirty them. teams, so I mean, everyone wants one. Well, as long as the will, the as, long as, as long as the will ponds sell, I think it'll be a change for the better. Yeah, I guess someone. Yeah, it's like new. Yeah, it's like getting a new president. It's like the same stuff's going to happen, but at least it's a different guy. Oh well. So, yeah, Coop, you're the NHL guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything interesting going on there? Uh, I mean, yeah, we had a huge game last night. I guess we're filming it on Wednesday and Tuesday night. Um, it's kind of a huge playoff series. Uh, possibly the Bruins played Tampa last night. Uh, they have the most points in the East uh, in Tampa. Bruins pretty much got outplayed last night, but they ended up winning 2-1. to one. And uh, just to kind of fill you guys in, they made a new rule for hockey offsides. We won't go through it, but there was a goal that scored. La- they scored last night, the Lightning, uh, and it got taken off the board because uh, it was offsides. But they just like came out. They just had their big uh, GM owner meetings uh, in Boca Raton, actually. Nice little Boca Raton down there. Um, but the new rule that they just that'll be implemented next year, um, the goal would have counted. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of. I think it kind of like speeds up the game a little bit, makes a little bit more sense, uh, easier to call. Um, so that's why they made this rule. But it's kind of interesting to. Uh, it's, it just happened like the day after they made that rule, and this kind of goal just happens out of nowhere and pretty much changed the whole game. Um, I think the Bruins are up uh, eight points on the Lightning. So I think that they're going to go and, uh, I mean, the Bruins could win. They have the President's Trophy, which is the most points in the league. So, so the, I think the Bruins are going to win that cup. According to the uh, futures odds, the Bruins are the favorite to win the cup at plus 650 and the Tampa Bay Lightning are the next up. So those are the, probably the two best teams in the league right now? Yeah, and then obviously in the West, there's the St. Louis Blues who won it last year. Mm. So that's what that's kind of like everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people are looking at the uh, a rematch of the Bruins versus the St. Louis Blues. But you made a pick a while back. You like the yeah. I love the value that you're getting with with the uh, with the Penguins. I mean, right now the Penguins they're paying what is it plus twelve forty eight. So I mean, almost thirteen hundred dollars uh, for every hundred dollars bet. So I mean, like that's great value. You have Sidney Crosby. You have Evgeny Malkin. Uh, you have Murray in the net. You have a team that's won it three times over the past, uh, I guess it's 12 years now. So, I mean, that's that's what you want. You want veterans, and you want a team that's been there before, and they, they know how to handle themselves in big situations. Sounds good. Mm. What's the money on that? Yeah. Right, Professor? Yep. I mean, for someone who bets on preseason. Come on, man. I got to <laughs> do something. Keep you, busy. You, you bet on a game where the, the score doesn't matter. You I know, missed. The, I met, I was going to bet on the uh, Mets uh, Cardinals today, and I didn't get a chance to do it. And, and I was right. The, the Mets uh, won the game. Do you bet preseason football? 
All Star game. I will next year. The All Star game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another thing too: the seventeen game schedule that could be in uh, effect for the football. Yeah. What do you guys think about that, or what do you think about that? I think it's inevitable. Yeah. You know, and I guess the what they're going to bargain for is that they don't play any uh, preseason games. I guess. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, I would have no problem with that. I and don't a, think anyone. And an extra bye week, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I think you got to give them an extra bye week. No preseason games. I mean, that wouldn't really affect really anyone. I mean, I don't think anyone's waiting for preseason games. No one watches them. Um, but, yeah, I'm all behind that. And I think what's also going to happen is they'll eventually move it back two weeks, the Super Bowl, so it's going to be played uh, the day before President's Day. That not, would, be, no, no that would be insane. It's the most, it's the most uh, taken off day of work every, every year. So I do. Then yeah. they'd have to do something about the Daytona 500 because that's that's the day it's run. Let's let's push the Daytona. This is the Super Bowl. This yeah. isn't the. Uh, this isn't like the the Daytona. Like we can we can push the Daytona 500 back a little bit. Yeah, they did this year because of the rain. That was a crazy race. Oh yeah, the, the guy. Who, the, yeah, I'm I'm surprised that guy's still alive. You, I'm guessing you've seen the crash. Yeah, I watch. I I bet that race. I won. He uh he walked out of the hospital two days later. Were, were you listening to your deliverance music as you were <laughs> watching the Daytona 500? It's well, a, he, he put an alarm to wake him up right before the end of the game. Well, yeah, with, with 10 laps to go, they had five crashes. You know, and I had some yeah. guy bet me. A bucket me, of Kentucky he, Fried Chicken behind him. He, he, he bet me that there weren't going to be any more crashes. There were five of them. I said, do I get another 10 bucks every time? Were well, you like, where's Ricky Bobby? How do I, I bet on Ricky him? Ricky Bobby, that's what I was thinking. How do I her. bet on Ricky Bobby? Well, I, all I know is I bet and I won, so that's all that counts. Mm-hmm. And and it, and it's a, it was a sport that does have a, a meaning to the end, mm-hmm. unlike your spring training. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely bouncing back, uh, kind of segueing back into March Madness. I think we are going to have brackets. I think we'll do one. We'll all do one and kind of have yeah. a little fun with it. And you guys can keep track of it. You guys can keep of uh, keep us honest. We won't have to. We can't uh, forge our way to a uh, a perfect Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. Yeah, I remember one year I was at a bar and uh, the brackets were being passed around, and so I filled mine out. And then my friend says uh, he's not interested. I go, "Well, just fill one out anyway, and I'll, you know, I'll submit it." So he's the one that won, but I, it was my money, so I won the bet. <laughs> he's still pissed. Isn't like that? That's Francesca's like shame to uh, claim to fame, right? Didn't he have like a really good bracket run one year? Yeah, I'm sure he reminds everyone of it every year. Yeah, yeah, and his touch monotone voice all right we're gonna take a little break and we'll be back in a couple been a while since your last big win feeling like you've lost your mojo tired of hearing about your friends big hits it's time you invested in learning how to pick winners consistently join the fun of pocketing some serious cash get off the sidelines and join in on the action subscribe to the linebreakers.com sports betting advice and education at the linebreakers.com we explain in detail our reasoning behind our picks unlike many other handicapping services our results are posted permanently so you can track our results listen to the linebreakers podcast where we discuss types of bets and the reasoning behind the odds and the payouts the linebreakers.com and we are back. We just talked a little about hockey, a little about basketball. We're kind of just rolling in since we missed the week. We're kind of uh, recapping a little bit and talking about the uh, Wilder uh, Fury fight. And whatever one thing about that. I know I watched it and I thought I was. Uh, I mean, I was kind of like rooting for. Um, I was kind of rooting for Fury only because the whole pre-fight they were just talking so much about Wilder's right hand and how it's so strong, how it can just kill everyone. But well, 
I made the mistake of uh, watching the first fight, which they replayed like the week before, just to generate excitement about yeah. this fight, mm -hmm. and that finished in a draw. So naturally, I thought that Wilder was going to win because he knocked Fury down three times. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was one of those so, like great. It was like a great battle between. So him I and bet the... on Wilder, but I took the bet insurance so that if if he lost in the first six rounds, I got my money back. But guess what? He went to the seventh round. <laughs> And then his corner threw in the towel. He didn't say, I give up, or no moss, or anything like that. His, his friggin' corner throws in the towel. He didn't even know where he was. He couldn't stand up right. He was leaning against the uh, leaning against the ropes, barely protecting himself. I mean, Fury just came in. We saw the whole pre-fight. He was, like, loosey-goosey, bouncing around. Wilder was just, like, they're all serious, stretching. And also another thing, we didn't talk about this before, but... Wilder's entrance when he walked in with that like silly little look like samurai armor and then he came in after, after the fight like two days after the fight he said like yeah that's why I lost because that was like 40 pounds and I had to walk from the entrance ah, to the ring no, he, he lost because he got his eardrum broken in the first round but it makes sense yeah. it was like 40 pounds it's like you're just dumb and you just wanted that was like your big idea Fury had it really going he just got carried into the ring didn't you have to walk yeah so anyway, I, I mean, if you, if you get your eardrum broken, you, you have no balance after that, and that's what it looked like. He had no balance. Yeah. He, he couldn't. He couldn't throw a punch. But anyway, we were talking about this when we were on a break. Is that the Wilder had thirty days to exercise his option for a rematch if he lost, and so he exercised his option, and uh, so they'll have they'll have the round three or version three of this fight. I mean, I know I'll be watching that fight. I'll, I'll be watching it, and uh, I don't know this fight. He's got to be the underdog now, so he got humbled a little bit. Yep. I look forward to it. I missed it because I got sick right right before the the fight started. So yeah. I, I was out for the count. And I wasn't even in the fight. Yeah. <laughs> you were taken out by the corona. Yeah. Oh God. So, yeah, we were talking about <laughs> that, that coronavirus affecting a lot of sporting events. We're talking about that it might affect the Olympics. Uh, it's going to affect, um, I think, some major league baseball teams play uh, beginning of the year in Japan, don't they? Yeah, the Seattle. So I know Seattle and the um, and Oakland played last year there. So I, th so I think they may move those games. Though, yeah, right? they'll, they'll yeah. move them or yeah. uh, or play them later, but maybe maybe not at all this year because yeah. this uh, coronavirus is supposed to peak in the summer. Yeah, and I was uh, just mentioning before too with the uh, the Italian soccer league Serie A. They've they're still playing their games, but there's no more. You fans can't go to the games anymore, so the stadiums will be empty. And they'll just be playing their games. Uh, so how do the finances for that work? I don't know. I guess they're ready to take. I guess they. It's just the, the benefits outweigh the. Well, I guess they get the, the, the TV contract money, but they have the the uh, the owner of the stadium gets no concessions and no no. Game. Yeah, I guess I guess I mean I'm sure he didn't want that to happen. Yeah, I guess they know, now they know what it feels like to be the Mets. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh playing in empty right. stadiums. <laughs> Actually, that'd be more like the Marlins, right? Yeah, yeah at least the Mets. The Mets get yeah, their, the yeah. Mets have their yeah, crazy. The Mets fans. have a decent fan base. I must say that. I'll give them that. The Mets will probably win at least, I think, ninety-two to ninety-three games. Ah, year. so you're gonna take the over? That's a lot. Was it eighty? Well, what's, what's it? Eighty-six? I thought it was eighty-six. That's yeah. what they had uh, this past year. They had eighty-six or eighty-seven. Eighty-six games. Yeah, so yeah and they blew they, like yeah. five bad they, ones. Well, the first two months they blew so many games. Like they were like yeah, they were like hard games. I think they're gonna go over that. Well, I hope so. I mean, it's always better when a New York team's in the playoffs, so. Yeah. Yeah. Why not, too? And then you got to watch the Yankees because, you know, they're, I think they're over under was 100 and something, which is the highest I've ever seen. Yeah, it's definitely going to come back a little down yeah, to earth. Yeah, it's got to come down because last year, I think every starter was on the DL or the IL, as they call it now, at, at some point. Every single position 
was on the uh, IL. And they're on their way to that again. Yeah, they haven't started <laughs> That's yet. That's their strategy. Three main guys out That's already. their strategy. Yeah. But I mean, they still have Garrett Cole. Uh, Tanaka is still very, um, <laughs> still very good. I mean, they still have a nice bullpen. Um, and they're still going to hit over. I mean, Glaber Torres could win MVP this year. Yeah, yeah, good team. They'll be they'll be in the hunt, of course. Well, they should you know, with all the money that they spent on that team. Well, yeah, a lot like two hundred. Well, the Yankees' credo is, uh, you know, unless they win a championship, it was a disappointing year. Yeah, so. and every year they don't win one, they they got to spend more. And this is the first time in their history that they've gone an entire decade, a calendar, you know, decade of the, the ten to twenty yeah. without a uh, championship. Yeah. Wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. So you were also mentioning, uh, it's somewhat related, is uh, Tony Romo has signed for seventeen million. Yeah, seventeen million for three years, but also if uh, the CBA. Like if CBS gets um like whatever deal they they're like in bid for, uh the next for the next like TV uh like grouping, uh it's a ten year deal. Yeah. So it jumps from three years seventeen per year to ten years seventeen per year, which is not bad. It's not bad. It's almost as good as John Carlos Stanton playing f- uh f- fifty seven plate appearances for twenty six million. Yeah, and even better too, Romo can't get injured up there in the booth. Yeah. Well, speaking of Tony Romo and people not caring about that deal. <laughs> XFL, I mean, uh, I don't even know what's going on. I don't think anyone's watching it. Yeah. I mean, I watched a little bit of the first couple games, and uh, and I think what you up? gave up after you took <laughs> that team that was 29-3. to three. That's You're right. On the wrong side of that bet. I was on the wrong side of that bet. I said, that's enough for me. Yeah. It's <laughs> one, one of those, it's one just and tough. done. <laughs> it's just tough, too, because, I mean, you're so used to seeing, like, a really good product on the field, and, and you go to the XFL, which is clearly not <laughs> as good. So it's just rough. Well, they have nice uniforms. I got to tell you, the helmets, yeah. the designs are really, really yeah. cool. But they have some also interesting uh, differences in the game. Yeah, I like uh, yeah, rules-wise uh, that the NFL is, is probably looking at. Yeah, you know, no, I do appreciate that. Yeah, and com- competition. You know, the uh, longer field goal, you can get more points or something. Yeah, and the extra. I like I like the multiple points you can get. The one, two, or three points after a touchdown. I like the kickoff. Um, like the it's kickoff just not rule. The same. Yeah, you know, it's just not the same. And it really comes down to the product. Like, yeah. I mean, people don't really want to watch. I mean, we're used to seeing Patrick Mahomes like rolling to the left and throwing to the right, and yeah. and we're and we're used to seeing these players. These players are like ingrained in our minds and these plays okay. that they've made. The game will start at five o'clock on a Saturday. I mean, it's just the timing's yeah. all off. It's just, just like the marketing. It's it's and it's like also like in February and March, like people are kind of just like like what do people do? Like they're they're. They got this the is Kentucky, when they watch their shows. They got the Kentucky Fried Chicken basket, and they're watching the uh, Daytona 500. Exactly. Like the, uh, and this is when they watch their shows. <laughs> you got to. This is when people catch up on their shows. And it's Jim Beam, yeah. <laughs> all American. There's an alarm going off right before the finish of the well, race. Um, we were a little late in getting some of our production done because the professor here was laid up for over a week with his uh, flu. Oh, Blame everything on but me. But we're, yeah. we're in the process of compiling a series of videos on the three fundamental areas of sports wagering and, and casino games. So we'll have a series of videos on just traditional sports betting. We'll have another series of videos on fantasy contests. And with that, we'll give you diagrams of the, the pod, on the podcast of exactly how you navigate the app, for instance, on FanDuel, to, to make these bets. Because not everyone was born an expert. In fact, no one's born an expert. So you got to start somewhere if you haven't done it before. Just the I, just the rules of fantasy are different for for many reasons. But uh, even within fantasy, there's daily fantasy, and then there's the season long fantasy contests, and they vary greatly. 
So, you know, in, in, instead of having to figure it out yourself, we're going to take you from the very basis and the introduction to it and the fundamentals on to advanced uh, theories and, and, and practices. Same goes for the casino. If you've ever been in a casino, it's kind of daunting when you walk in there for the first time and you don't know the rules of the game. You don't want to look like an idiot, you know, and you try not to lose your money immediately. And uh, so we'll give you some fundamentals of that, too. And with, with the, you know, details about how you do each type of game. In fact, so, I'll be uh, down in Atlantic City on Friday. Yes, you will. So maybe I have to teach you before you go. I think that'll probably be a good idea. <laughs> Give you a fresh, it's like a little a data refresher. analysis. I'll just throw my money at you. <laughs> a refresher course. Well, I had a friend one time years ago. We went down to Atlantic City, and he thinks he's a big high roller. So he's putting five bucks on every number on the roulette table. And he goes, I'm winning every time. I go, no, you're not. <laughs> he goes, what do you mean? I'm winning every time. I said, first of all, you're not because you're not getting the right odds. Second yeah. of all, zero or double zero comes up. You're losing every one of those bets. <laughs> and those numbers will come up. Yep. So uh, so we'll have so check back soon at the, the linebreakers.com. We should have some videos up in the very near future. And naturally, the initial videos will be introduction to each of these types of bets. So we're not going to start with the expert videos. We're going to go in a, in a logical order. And we're hoping to have some guests on to discuss them, uh, the areas that they know best. For instance, the lady who keeps on kicking the professor's butt in fantasy football is theoretically going to be one of our I'm guests. Still, and she's still gonna, trying, I'm still she's, trying to get Diana to come on board. She's going to explain how she kicks his ass every year. So <laughs> that should be fun. So, um, so when you get on our link at the linebreakers.com, you'll see a box there for FanDuel. So if you want, you, then you go to the FanDuel app. Click on there, check out the props, check out the other bets that they have there, uh, and look around, click on the FanDuel link, and then it'll take you to Fantasy or to the sports book. So finally, we always end the show with a little public service announcement, announcement that you should bet with your head, not over it. That's the phrase that everyone knows, and if you believe you have a problem, you probably do, and you should call 1-800-GAMBLER. And that's it for us yeah. until our next yeah, perfect. podcast. Yeah, thank you for joining for our first video podcast. I'm Coop. He's the mechanic. That's the professor. So long, folks. We are the line breakers. Yeah.